0: Welcome back to Horrorville, Professor Nasty. How you doing?
1: I'm doing quite well. How how are you doing?
0: I'm doing pretty well. It's uh it's been a minute. It's been quite some time. It took a little bit of a month off.
1: It's been ninety days.
0: Ninety. Day- <laughs> Has it really been that long? It's been
1: our last episode. I think was May eighth.
0: Holy shit! It's actually
1: been more than ninety days.
0: Okay, time's gotten away from me. This entire time, I thought we only had a month off. Wow. Wait, really? Yeah, I thought we were only a month behind this no, entire time. No, so,
1: and the reason why I know this is because our last episode that we did, we released it the same day that I was driving to Chicago for a 1975 concert with my fiance. <laughs> and so, if it, do you know the band? No, 1975? you're right.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. Yeah, because that would have been like what? The end of May? It was May Mid- 8th. It was May 8th. Okay. Oh, yeah.
1: And the weird part about that was, is the episode was about vomit gore and we're driving to Chicago to like the most like ditzy teenage girl band. And I'm making my fiance listen to me talk about vomiting. So it was, it was a good day. Played
0: it on the way up.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it was good. No, like, (laughs) and we'd be listening to it and she would like. I think, I think where it really got awesome was the first bit where I'm talking about the lesbian scene that I was watching, like unrelated. (laughs) And she just looked at me like, oh, so this is your podcast. (laughs) And I'm like, yeah, that's, (laughs) that's it.
0: We had a guy who really enjoyed it, contacted us. I'm looking up this post very quickly to find it. It goes under the username. Uh, His name's Jonathan Ramsey.
1: Jonathan Ramsey. Jonathan
0: Welcome. Ramsey. He loved it. Um, he wants to hear more of it. And I definitely want to cover like black metal veins and stuff like that as well. Like yeah. more of his Valentine's stuff and work. Um, because there's definitely clearly a cult following with that. Sure. And uh, obviously we apologize for being gone so long. We've kind of been uh, wrapped up in some stuff. But recently what we've been getting into is uh, the horror packs. And we get four movies a month and we're a little bit behind we need to do some catching up on it uh so far we've seen annie birth baskin walden and life changer and boy let me tell you these have been a ride
1: (laughs) it has been a ride and just to kind of go a little bit further on horror pack it's a super cool service where you get Four Blu-rays in the mail each month. And it's completely random horror movies. Like you have no say, no call on what the movies are. They can be trash. They can be golden gems. They can be whatever you want them to be.
0: They're a grab and go. Uh, they're a grab 100%. and go. 100%.
1: Um, and, it's, and it's super cool and it's very flexible. You can do just like a one month plan with no ties. You can pay for a year in advance. You can kind of do what you will with it. But um, yeah, so we subscribe to it. And the first month of movies that he just talked about, we watched all four of those. Um, and I think what we want to plan on doing with the podcast from here on is we want to dedicate one episode a month that we do to our horror pack. And so what that's going to mean is we're just going to talk about the four movies kind of in a chillant way, give us or give you our take on the movies, um, maybe rank them possibly, I don't know. Um, but yeah, just kind of a fun thing to do. And hopefully maybe you guys can enjoy it and maybe actually subscribe to Horror Pack and kind of come along with us and kind of tell us what your thoughts are. I think that would be super fun as well.
0: So far, we've really enjoyed it. Um, we're working on getting back into like a regular schedule with this. and We're kind of working some format issues out. Um, so far, I think we're on a really good track. Our first couple podcasts were kind of Dipping our toes in the water, seeing what works, what doesn't work, and we're yeah. still continuing to do that, um, which is normal and that's fine, not a big deal. But we do want to get more content out for you guys, um, just because pe- people are digging it. Like we get likes, we get listens, like it's cool.
1: No, and I definitely appreciate it. And again, I apologize for the for the hiatus, for the delay, but we are back, and we can, and we are going to, you know put out a couple episodes a month now. So we're going to do a little bit more of a frequent upload now. So you guys, the wait is over. Um, Thank you so much for waiting. And thank you so much for all the listeners that are continuing to give us a shot. We definitely appreciate you. You don't go unseen. So thank you so much um i don't know what do you say i we wanted to kind of just do an episode to kind of give you an update on what's going on but what we were thinking just because we're kind of a little bit behind we thought that we would kind of jump into the first horror pack a little bit and just kind of give you a rundown of what that was and um kind of end it there just kind of a quick little fun little thing
0: and even like mr nasty here has said if the horror pack isn't like really your thing or like you're not super into it, like it's not gonna be all of our content. There's no. still gonna be other stuff out there that we're still consuming this horror media. Um, I know like we had a, a brief discussion when I first got here. I really enjoyed Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. <laughs> I thought it was a riot. Oh no. Uh, Mr. Nasty here fucking
1: hated it. Let me tell you why. <laughs> now that you wanna bring that trash up. <laughs> You guys, I I'm not going to tell you that I'm like the best horror reviewer on the planet. Like I'm sure my thoughts are not going to agree with everybody else's thoughts and that's fine. But I can confidently tell you in my just with all of my being that if you want to have a very fun Friday night with your friends, your family, your girlfriend, your wife, your husband, whatever you want to do and you spend $10, $15 to see that absolute trash. I just want to apologize here in advance because you should not waste any time <laughs> and you should not give anybody that had anything to do with this movie your time or your money or any praise of any kind. Where do I start, Austin? Where do I start? So I'm about
0: to send you into another level. Oh no. Me and my lady friend, I dropped like $60 to see that movie.
1: 60? Where did you guys see it? AMC. Okay.
0: We went to see it in the uh, just a the normal theater because they didn't do the big D or like anything like that. Yeah,
1: the big D is for good movies.
0: However, yeah. <laughs> uh, we we did the whole shebang, right? We did beers, we did popcorn. No way. Um, I learned that day that you can buy alcohol at that theater. Super they sell
1: th- alcohol at RAMC.
0: Correct. Yes.
1: See, I knew. That our location didn't have the restaurant. But it's cool to know that they have alcohol.
0: That's pretty interesting. I I spent quite a chunk of change on that movie, um, but I I don't hate it. I I don't regret it. I enjoyed it. I thought it was really fun. It was like a piece of my childhood. Do I think it was the best horror movie ever? No. Would I watch it again? Yeah, absolutely.
1: The writing was bad. The acting was bad. There's no plot line. There's no character (laughs) development. There's no gore. Even though it's PG-13, I understand that, but there was nothing. I don't even want to say that it's a horror movie. I'm, I'm going to go that far. It's, it's more of a thriller. Movie. I wouldn't if even that, say it's a thriller. It's not suspense. I would say but... it's a Disney-friendly kid piece of trash movie, and I think that we should just shelf that movie and just not even talk about it ever again. I That's what <laughs> I think.
0: That's my personal opinion. For me, it was cool to see the characters come alive. Like the characters as in the original Avan Schwartz characters. Like, as they did their special effects. Was it groundbreaking special effects? No, it was just your standard costumes and stuff like that. The plot, I will give you that. It was pretty much non-existent. They were just trying to find a way to tie them all together. And they were like, yeah, they're already a book in real life. Let's just make them a book in the movie. Sure. I get that.
1: I mean, I, I, I guess I can agree with you in a little bit of a way. Like, if there was one thing good that I took away from that movie... Um, I think they did do a decent job with portraying the characters from the old books into this adaptation. I do think that that was decently done. There were a few scenes that, I, I'm not going to say they impressed me by any means, but it wasn't It wasn't hard to look at. Like, <laughs> you didn't it, hate it. I didn't <laughs> hate it. <laughs> I didn't like it, but I didn't hate it. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was just all around, it was just kind of a letdown for me. Um, and I think that's just because, I mean, every horror movie of that stature is going to be hyped up the way that it was, but this movie in particular, I just, I kept hearing about it for months on end and I kept watching the trailers and I kept reading about it and everything that I was reading and watching about it just made it seem like it was going to be kind of, a a groundbreaking kind of Guillermo del Toro S kind of film is what I was anticipating. And so when I watched this film and it was nothing of that stature at all, wasn't even in the same realm as that. It was just your below average B-horror film that was based on a really successful book. It just, it it didn't hit the right notes for me,
0: I guess. I see the perspective. I guess I never looked at it from that perspective. Had I not known Del Toro directed that, I would have never thought
1: Well, Del Toro didn't direct it. I want to say he was a producer.
0: Oh, okay. I was was under the impression he directed it. No, he
1: did not direct it. The director, I don't remember his name off the top of my head, but he directed that film that was actually really good. It was The Autopsy of Jane Doe, I believe is what it's called.
0: Never seen it, but I've heard good things about it. It's a
1: really good movie. And I think that was another reason why I was hyped about this movie, because I recognized the director name, and then I looked at his filmography, and I was like, holy shit, it's that guy. (laughs) So I thought, I had high hopes because of that, but...
0: It's definitely one of those movies, I'll give it this, everything that you want to see is in the trailer. Yes. Everything.
1: Yes, I would agree.
0: Anything outside of the trailer is pretty much just filler.
1: I would agree, 100%.
0: I enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. I enjoyed it a lot more than I enjoyed Antibirth here.
1: (laughs) (laughs) What a good segue into the first film that we actually, the first film we actually watched from the Horror Pack too. Antibirth. That was the first one. I didn't even think about that. So guys, just to give you a little backlight on our perspective, every time that we've opened up a horror pack thus far, we've kind of went along with each other and kind of figured out what movie that we thought we were going to like the most and be most anticipated for. And this was actually that film. (laughs) We were both really excited for (laughs) it. And yeah, I got to tell you, just before we kind of, there's really not even anything to talk about, so we're not going to spend a whole lot of time, but...
0: The special effects were so corny, it made it enjoyable. That's what did it for me. Yeah. The fact that it was just a really loose, like, oh my God, like, this girl does not have her life together. This is crazy. Like, it's very cliche.
1: But the thing to take away from this movie, though, is that this movie did not need to be made. And it didn't make any.
0: Yeah, nobody asked for this movie. Nobody asked for this
1: movie. The plot was so loose and non existent. There were characters in the movie that were not. Ex, you know, didn't have an explanation to be in the movie. There were ties that were never answered. There were, um, situations that happened and then just kind of drifted awry. Like they either didn't happen or they didn't matter, even though they were building it up to matter. And then the ending sequence of this movie spoiler, I guess, if any, you guys no, nobody wants to watch.
0: This movie. I would say, I wouldn't even think I wouldn't even be worried about a spoiler. Yeah, that movie.
1: The, the ending sequence of this film alone, um, kind of made me feel like this movie is a half-assed disgrace just because i understood why that ending scene was put there and if it was done correctly it might have had a little bit more of an impact but when that demon child baby came out of her fucking body (laughs) and it was the size of like a human Teletubby.
0: <laughs> it kind of looked like an anorexic human. Teletubby. It was like an it was an
1: anorexic human Teletubby, and everybody in the room's just like, "Whoa!" And then the movie fucking ends. Yeah, it's that's like, it. What?
0: <laughs> After ninety minutes of buildup, that's what you get.
1: Yeah. So, anti-birth. Hard you, pass. Hard pass. You can avoid it. Yeah, that's all that needs to be said about the movie.
0: It's a good movie to put on in the background.
1: Now, the next movie, my guys, is a movie that we need to look out for more often, and I'm going to tell you why. The movie, before I say anything else, is called Walden. This movie was, I believe, made in like 2009. No, no. The movie was made in 2007, but it wasn't picked up by Stars Media until 2009. So there was a couple-year gap there. And the only reason why this movie exists, the only reason why this movie has a budget and the only reason why this movie had any viewers at all was the main person in this movie, <laughs> our bay, our queen, a horror icon for years to come, Miss Misha Barton. And
0: honestly, they use that as a crutch throughout the entire movie. I, it makes me laugh how people are willing to defend that movie so much. Just to make sure it's not bad. Like when we were looking at the reviews and they were like, no, it's fine. It's a representation of her psyche. These people didn't exist. Guys. But here's my problem. (laughs) During the whole fucking movie, they exist because they talk to other characters. It's not just her. Yeah. But the lengths that people go to make sure that she is defended in that movie is appalling. And don't get me wrong. Her acting is phenomenal. She's the best character in that entire movie. (laughs) She's the only real character in that entire movie. (laughs)
1: Yeah, and if you guys want to have a good evening, put this movie on, watch it in its entirety, and then go to IMDb and read that review that we're talking about. Because the first half when you read it, you think to yourself, wow, I never looked at it that way. Maybe that's true. And then you read the whole thing and you realize and you start to remember the movie and you're yeah, like, that you think makes about no it. sense. That makes absolutely no sense. <laughs> um,
0: I appreciate where they're going, but it's not possible.
1: Right. So... Misha Barton. Besides the fact that she was wearing clothes that were two sizes too short for her on purpose, besides yeah. that,
0: like she, I said, man, it's a crutch. <laughs> it's a
1: crutch. Her character, I believe, she was a. She worked in the company like the demo. She was a demo. She was a demolition. She was a demolition. Yeah. yeah, that's right. She was a demolition. Artist. So she was sent by her boss to this semi-abandoned, like a huge, creepy apartment complex that only a select few people still reside in that. And while she's there and while she's making the preparations for the demolition team to basically blow this abandoned place into shreds, she starts to realize the dark past that the apartment complex has to offer. And that's what really gained Austin and I's... Or you can block that out. That's what really—that's <laughs> what really got Creepy Pete's and eyes. <laughs> we almost got
0: docs there got for a second. Doxed.
1: <laughs> take two. So Creepy Pete and I—that's what I—that's what got our um, interest when it came to this film. But where this film came short, I think, was when you started to realize where they were going and what the payoff of that situation was. I think that there were a handful of different ways that they could have made this movie a little bit more intriguing, a little bit more interesting, but instead they kind of just took the easy cookie cutter craft cheese kind of um, They basically way.
0: took this, the, the whole apartment complex is built around this serial killer who put bodies in the walls and walled it in, right? Like walled in makes sense. Right. Uh, Basically, the entire movie boils down to what? This kid was like 15? This kid was 15. His mom stuck the dude in a hole for this entire time, buried underneath. He was still alive, living under the apartment complex. I I think
1: think the kid was responsible for that, right?
0: I'm pretty sure. I could be. Basically, the kid becomes this guy's master. Like, the original for lack of a better word, antagonist, became this 15-year-old's bitch. And like Pretty the much. entire movie is centered around this 15-year-old. And
1: it was just super unbelievable. And the, the <laughs> It was second... super unbelievable. Because <laughs> the dude that's in the pit is like a bad motherfucker. Yeah. And then it's just this 15-year-old kid that's like, no, I'm better than you, bitch. And he's Suck loaded
0: my with super awkward sexual tension yeah. for a, what, a married
1: 27-year-old? Yeah. Give I, or take yeah, a couple years. Yeah, I... Guys, if you want to cringe, if you want a slightly above B average movie, it's enjoyable. Yeah. You're not going to watch this movie and really bash your head against a wall because it's one of those movies that's so bad that you will enjoy it a little bit. But again, it's not your average horror film. So we would recommend this one over anti-birth, but I wouldn't necessarily say that I would recommend it.
0: It's not my favorite one out of the bunch. Right. My favorite one would have to go. Okay, you want to go that route? Okay, okay, okay. You want to go that? Okay. Creepy Pete, man. I got you. I got you. Almost jumped the gun there.
1: So, now guys, here's where we start getting into the higher tier. So, to give you a backup on this one as well, Horror Pack does you the service of giving you one out of the four every month in the box is a limited edition to just Horror Pack. So that means that they actually release these Blu-rays on their own label. From what I understand. So a lot of the times, from what I understand, the limited edition horror packs are like super indie horror films that like nobody knows about. That nobody even.
0: (laughs) Yeah, this one's out of IFC, isn't it? I know Annie Birth is, but I thought that one was as
1: well. No, 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 no,
0: no, no. no. Okay.
1: Now this movie that we're going to talk about, which they actually put in this very nice kind of laminated case to keep it nice and cool um this film is called life changer now (laughs) as i will say that we enjoyed this film more than the previous two we've talked about doesn't necessarily mean that the film is better than the two before it's
0: engaging but it's got a couple speed bumps in it
1: there's a few plot holes the acting is (laughs) subpar at best Um, and you can tell that it was a under budget horror film but with those things being said i can tell the effort that was put into this film and i can tell that there was a lot of heart and soul that was put into this film so before i oh i'm probably not going to bash it into shreds but before i have any critiques (laughs) i do just want to give some credit to this film because even with all of those obstacles that we kind of put forth there. I did enjoy myself watching this film. It's not my favorite film. It's probably not a film that I'll watch anytime soon again, but I enjoyed myself. It wasn't, I wasn't miserable watching this film. So in that, that alone in itself is a win, right? I would rather watch this film than Scary Stories to on the Dark, but
0: <laughs> the ending is a little subpar and I wouldn't say confusing, but it's just kind of like you watch it and you're like, what? But the build-up to it is really well. It's a little predictable, but it's done really well, and it's just all switching bodies, and it's this weird like paranormal aspect. They never really touch on it, and I wish they did explain it a little bit more. Um, but
1: it, it's a fun ride. I it, it is it. a fun ride, and yeah, I would agree that the ending of the film was a little subpar. It was a little bit of a easy payoff to do after. I got the impression that whoever made this movie, whoever directed this movie, whoever crafted this movie to be, wasn't really concerned about the easy way out. Because a lot of the aspects of the film, I could tell they were trying to go a little bit more of a complex route, even though it kind of went south a couple times in the movie. But the ending is where you really should kind of seal the bow on a complex movie and really just kind of stagger it down. And this movie just kind of fell short.
0: It kind of went the that. opposite direction. It went the
1: opposite direction.
0: It was right? like, yeah, no, everything's fine. The entire movie <laughs> didn't have to happen. Everything's no. fine.
1: It, yeah, it was. it was... And I kind of got the message that they were trying to go forth with it, kind of.
0: It was very metaphysical. Yeah. Very metaphysical.
1: I don't really... There were horror aspects of this movie, but I don't know if I would categorize it as a horror film. I really don't. Because the message of the film is not horror-esque at all. It was a very... um, It's more of a drama. It's more of a drama, and it's more of a movie for people that are in that stage of their life where they're trying to find themselves. Because that's kind of what this movie was all about, was finding yourself.
0: Yeah, that's so, exactly it. Yeah, yeah, that that's exactly it.
1: Spoiler alert. Yeah, so like if 15, 16-year-old me stumbled upon this movie at like after midnight, like on Netflix or whatever streaming service oh, I had that Oh, would be my favorite
0: time, movie of all time.
1: I might have liked it a lot more. I might have been still watching it today at 24 and been like, wow. <laughs> but sadly, that's not the case.
0: You want to talk about the the, the crop?
1: Now, you guys. <laughs> So we got a little worried because the first three films in this pack were a little lackluster. So we were getting a little sweaty. But me personally, I knew this film was going to deliver because I've seen it before, but it's been a couple of years. So it was nice to see it in the pack. It's nice to have a physical copy of it. And it was nice for Creepy Pete to be able to experience the film as well.
0: Yeah, this was new to me. And I, out of all of them, that's my top. I loved it.
1: It's not I've- even a close comparison at all. Um, this is a foreign film. It's a Turkish film. It came out a couple of years ago, and the film is called Baskin. Now, this film is a fucking hellish nightmare ride. Um, I would almost compare it to possibly maybe like a Dario Argento slash John Carpenter-ish-esque kind of film. Um, because there's a lot of surreal imaging in this movie. There's a lot of things that obviously would never happen, but it's super interesting. And just the way that the movie flows and the way that they portray things and how fast it goes, it's just, it's a hell of a ride. And it's super gory. It's super in-your-face. It has all the aspects of a horror film that you're looking for and more. And I feel like the only reason why we don't hear about this movie more is because it's a foreign film, I feel like. Because there's a lot of people I know that kind of steer clear of foreign films. And I think that's bullshit because some of the best horror films I've ever seen are foreign films.
0: So this movie delivered. The effects in that movie are done very well. The blood effect when they're in the, like, I mean, they don't make it clear, but while they're in that like dream state there, that blood effect that pools on the table. I love that. I thought that was such a cool. Oh, It's so cool. And the antagonist, the villain, if you want to call him that is interesting he's not what you would expect but he's threatening right like it's not cheap not
1: nothing in baskin feels cheap and i like that no and it like i said it the last 30 minutes of this film is like a fever dream that you've never had really that's honestly the best way i can explain it the and like you said the antagonist of the film kind of reminded me a lot of... um, There's a David Lynch film called Lost Highway, where the villain in that movie is like, kind of a weird, kind of nobody can put their finger on what he is as a person. That's kind of what this was here for me. And I know a lot of people have... um, compared this movie to like Hellraiser and stuff like that, just kind of based on the effects and the way that they went forth. And I I could see that comparison a little bit, but I think Baskin really is going to be one of those films for years to come. That's going to stand on its own. I think that it's one of those films that instead of talking about it, you should just watch it.
0: Yeah. I could see the, I could see that comparison. If you're only focusing on like, like pinhead and the antagonist, I get that, but it, it does. It stands on its own. It's very. For me, Baskin did what Anti Birth did wrong. Yeah. And that's why I enjoyed it.
1: Yeah. No, not, that's agree. not
0: why. That's not the only reason why I enjoyed it. <laughs> but it was refreshing that that one really carried the weight of the yeah. other three that we watched.
1: No, no, I would agree. So just to kind of give you a basic review of what we just went over of those first four films in our horror pack, going from the top to the bottom, the first film, the best film in the horror pack, possibly even better than the, any of the films in the second horror pack, just depending, (laughs) um, Baskin, of course. Um, and then the second best film of the, of the four would, for me at least would be Life Changer. Yeah. Um, just because we actually enjoyed the film it had its problems but it was still a very enjoyable ride the third film would be walden walden could have been the second best film in this collection it had collection. potential, it it had had potential until we really started to realize what the payoff of the film was and it just kind of made the rest of the film kind of unenjoyable um and then of course the worst film in this collection anti-birth. by a long shot Hands is down. anti-birth i'm kind of disappointed in ifc ifc is one of my favorite film companies and they really let me down
0: yeah i was expecting a lot when i saw ifc especially yeah. they branded on there too like this supposedly got a ton of um uh, i might be thinking of walden i thought this is the one that had a bunch of like awards and stuff dedicated to it
1: yeah, Walden well, looks like they had a few... Well, they're not necessarily awards. They're just showing that it was a selection at a few film festivals back in 2009 when Stars Media picked it up. It looks like it showed at Fright Fest Glasgow, and it showed at Vantas Porto. So a few foreign film horror film festivals, I'm going to assume. So, But yeah, that kind of wraps up the first horror pack. So... Yeah,
0: for all it was enjoyable, and we want to continue it. We have a second month. We're trying to start up here, do some catch up work with it. Um, even the bad movies are still an enjoyable ride, just to watch and laugh at.
1: Yeah. So while we're here, and while we know that this is going to be the format, what we what we're going to do now is we're going to say the names of the next four films of the next horror pack, just because we have it. Um, And we're going to rate them just based on what we see and see if it... See uh... how wrong we are? (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) Like we were wrong in the first month. (laughs) We went completely backwards, and the last one that we watched ended up being our favorite one.
1: That is so true. So, guys, the second horror pack we've got here, the first film, we've got another IFC film. This one is called The Hollow. So just looking at the case here, looks like the film was made relatively recently in 2015. It looks like IFC picked it up in 2016. Um, It says, Scary and Gorgeous, one of the most visually engaging and starkly terrifying monster movies in recent memory. So it's a monster film. See, for me, monster films... Can really be a hit or miss yeah I've only ever seen a few monster films that I can think of that were actually effective, so it's going to be interesting to see if this one can even
0: because it, it come close.: The monster essentially has to carry the whole movie, and if yeah. you have a bad concept, then you have a bad movie. there's no leeway for character development, plot points everything really focuses on that monster and it yeah it's risky it's a risky move.
1: It is a risky move. The second film is going to be, I think, the one that we should not take as seriously.
0: <laughs> See, looking at it, it looks like hot garbage. I, I'm going to go out right now and put my vote in. I think we're going to enjoy that a lot. I think it's going to surprise us. Are we going to be let down? Yeah, that, that might be the surprise I'm looking for. But I, I think it's got potential. It's so outrageous.
1: <laughs> so the movie that we're talking about is Dead Again and Tombstone. And just to give you an idea of why we're saying the things that we are is the main actors in this movie are Danny Trejo and Jake Busey. What a couple it's a of actors. a wombo
0: combo, my dude.
1: And what it looks like is it looks like it's a Western, like a modern day Western. So, yeah, that's going to be a trip.
0: I think that's going to be in one of our tops.
1: I think it's going to be funny. At least I'm hoping so. I'm hoping it's funny. The next movie we've got here is called The Mind's Eye. And right on the front of the movie, it says, The Best Scanner Sequel We Never Got. So it's going to be a very sci-fi, weird-esque movie, I'm going to guess. Yeah. It looks like it has one actor in here that I recognize. His name is Noah Sagan. He was in a few films, actually. Like, he was in a film called Brick that was really good. And he was in a horror film, actually, that I wouldn't mind covering someday called Dead Girl. That movie's fucked up.
0: (laughs) Yeah, in a a good way? It
1: is in a good way. The acting's not great. It's very low budget, but the idea of the movie was pretty cool. for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, maybe. Maybe in the future. But, yeah, so Mind's Eye and then the horror pack exclusive.
0: This one I think is going to be our top. <laughs> like hands down our
1: number 1. So this movie is called Livestream. And it basically just looks like a movie about somebody that gets sent a mysterious horror game that goes crazy wrong.
0: Adult Jumanji. Adult Jumanji. Adult Jumanji.
1: So I'm going to be I'm going to be real with you. This is this is I feel like you and I might not agree just based on what you said. <laughs> so I'm going to get But that's the fun of it, that's right? I, this is what I'm going to say just by looking at them. I think the one I'm going to like the least... Is gonna be dead again in Tombstone, I think. I, I hate to say it, but I think just based on my taste, I think that's what I'm not gonna like the most.
0: No, I get I'm betting the under here, yeah. right? Like you're betting the over, I'm betting the under. Yeah. Like it makes sense.
1: The third film, the third best film that I think is gonna be, is gonna be The Mind's Eye, the the film that they said as a scanner sequel. Again, I'm not I just I'm not sold on it yet. Just based on the plot and what I see, I just I don't think it's gonna hit for me second best film like it was in the last horror pack that we had I think I'm going with the exclusive with live stream I think the idea is really cool you don't really see a movie like that and it's something that I've always wanted to happen to me I've always wanted to be sent a horror game that fucks me up so and I and it's gonna be super low budget I've never heard of it nobody's ever heard of it so I'm really excited and then I'm going to go out on a whim, even though I did this last horror pack, but I, I'm going to go with IFC because they rarely let me down. I think my first favorite film is going to be The Hollow. I'm not a huge monster fan usually, but just based on what I've heard about it, the little that I've looked into it and what I see here, I think it's going to pack a punch, I think.
0: Yeah, my list is a little bit different. So here, okay, <laughs> here's, here's my order, going from worst to best on what I anticipate. For me, I think the Mind's Eye is going to be my bottom. I don't think, I think that's going to be my final.
1: I think Mind's Eye could potentially be mine at the end too, just based on what I've been seeing.
0: I think it's going to pick up a little bit when we get to the Hollow, but not much. I definitely have that as like, the Mind's Eye is going to be my worst, then followed by the Hollow. Yeah. I think Dead Again and Tombstone is going to be my second. Mm -hmm. And I think Live Scream is going to be the best for me out of all of them.
1: It's called live stream, right? Or is it live stream? Live stream. Is it really? It is live stream. <laughs> Holy shit! I said it wrong the entire time. Live stream. Okay. We get
0: a little dyslexic from. Holy time to shit! Time. Bear yeah, with us. That's crazy.
1: <laughs> okay, yeah. I think. Yeah, I don't hate your list. I don't hate your list. Well, we'll find out who's right and who's wrong. But
0: oh, we will find out. We will find out. <laughs>
1: So, guys, I think that's going to conclude. Thank you so much again if you're listening and if you're sticking around from the beginning. Um, We are back officially, um, and we're going to start – uploading a lot more frequently there's not going to be another hiatus anytime soon twice Um, a month twice a month so after you hear this
0: aim for two weeks we'll have another one keep us in
1: your minds um and if you do enjoy um these horror pack episodes definitely let us know because we do want to continue to do this so if you do enjoy it let us know we'd love to hear from you um i think you can contact us on The lag radio network
0: uh you could really contact us through any medium if you want to contact us through really any way you could do it through soundcloud you could do it through we get notifications every single way so you can contact us through like iheart soundcloud uh pretty sure spotify's on there there's a podcast i forget how we're on so many formats it's unreal um if you can upload an audio file to it we're on that format
1: yeah no it is and uh just cause I'm a little bit new to it as well. Um, definitely check out other podcasts within our um, lag radio network. There's some really good ones in there. And uh, it's a really good group of guys that we work with that we have the opportunity to be with. So definitely check them out. Show them some love.
0: Yeah, there's stuff out there for everybody. Absolutely. We got Tabletop Gaming. We got Sonic. We got Petscop, Local 58. We have a ton of variety on there.
1: Absolutely. And then also, if you can reach out to us and let us know if you have any suggestions on what you want our other episode of the month to be. We've kind of thought about doing some director dives where we just go into detail with uh, a director's filmography we've talked about just dedicating an episode to just doing horror reviews of just random movies that we can think of whether they're modern whether they're older um we've talked about doing um creepypasta deep dives where we talk about creepy pastas in detail um we there's a whole lot of different things that we're interested in doing um we also would love to touch back on the Lucifer Valentine, um, boat as well at some point, if that's something that is really wanted, we can definitely do that as well. Um, but yeah, just definitely let us know what you're most interested in and we will do our best to accommodate with that.
0: Yeah, we definitely check it. Um, when i was shared that comment through jonathan that was brought to my attention that that was awesome props to that guy that made my night yeah jonathan thank you
1: so much and i i hope you continue to find um good good stuff with us and i hope that you continue to listen um and we'd love to hear from you we'd love to get to know you so definitely keep reaching out and we would love to love to get to know you man you're you're pretty much the first big fan of the podcast so thank you so much for showing us love and support
0: yeah welcome to our shit show
1: welcome to <laughs> Horaville, my dude
0: on that note we're uh, we're gonna get cracking on this uh second month here of a uh, horror pack we're gonna see uh how accurate our <laughs> list is
1: we've got some work to do guys hey we're signing off welcome to horrorville i am professor nasty
0: and i'm creepy pete
1: and we will see you around my friends